0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Core. We're here to talk about video games. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And we're diving in to this week's Core. Hey, uh, quick note of of note, I guess. If you uh, were feeling uh, kind of horny for Diablo, <laughs> and I don't mean the character, I mean the, the game, uh, so have I. I've been feeling a lot of Diablo lately, and uh, part of it, it has resulted in something. I have sort of half committed to resurrecting uh, the Diablo show and, in fact, put a file up on that RSS feed for those who are still subscribed to it. If Blizzard actually does what we think they're going to do this year at BlizzCon and announce a the future of whatever Diablo is, and we have no reason to think that they won't, all signs point to that they will. If they do indeed do that, I am going for it with that show again. So I'm just letting you know it's out there. Big Diablo focus. Uh, if you remember from way back in those days, it was before we were doing Core... John came on and did a whole lot of Deckard Kane impressions. Uh, it was a really good time over there. We had the actual Deckard Cain come because of John. John got him to come on there. We had Dead Mouse call the show once. That was crazy. Like it was a big deal. So we're gonna I'm bringing it back is what I'm saying. Uh, so there's a little side note. Secondarily, there's the thing we've got to talk about at the top of today's show. None of us, and I mean none of the three of us bought Borderlands 3. Which seems sacrilegious, if you are a gamer, I guess. But none of us did. And I'm super curious as to why. Um, I'll start with Bo, because you actually tried, right? You were going to do it.
1: Friday rolled around. I checked it out on stream for 10 or 20, and I'm like, let me just jump in. Let me do this. Yeah. I'm going to play. I don't care. I I didn't seem like, I wasn't sure if I was going to get in with any friends or anything. I'm going to buy it. I really like two. They earned it. Sure boot up the old epic game store see that i have the one game on there that i have dauntless i'm like let me uninstall that that's just never happening yeah get rid of that got a clean install epic games Got to buy my first game mm-hmm. rub my hands here we go all right all that epic hate we're gonna cast it aside we're gonna accept this as a launcher we're gonna move forward into the future and enjoy borderlands 3 on the epic game store mm. go to checkout I go to press buy. Yeah. I go to PayPal to purchase the yeah. game. Yeah. And they're like, yo, we need a credit card. What? And I'm like, I, <laughs> I, have, I have a banking source associated with it. Plus, I've got balance in the account. Can we do this? <laughs> nope. Can't buy the game. And this is my message to the Epic Game Store. Two middle fingers. Whoa, look at you. There are, <laughs> I'm pissed. Like, Steam. Xbox Live I have, good old games I have, every other place I can buy games. I go to their fac for it, and they say it's their policy not to do gift cards or to do non-backed whatever. I think if you're an American and you have a bank account, you might be all right. Yeah. But not for a Canadian. So I don't get to play Borderlands 3 because Epic. That sucks. So I am fully now on the complete irritation train. <laughs> not with Epic Holy, they got a great engine. I'm yeah. playing tons of Gears of War, which is, you know, the brainchild of of Epic. Yeah, they are a fantastic company, many talented people, and products that I enjoy. Right, but the game store sucks. <laughs> it's terrible. It's and pretty bad. And if you're not going to come correct, just give it up and let other people take your money. Please. If you're not going to come
0: correct, this is like a 1990s. Yeah. It's like 311 at uh, Lollapalooza <laughs> or
1: something. I love it. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm. Um, LL Cool J. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Don't call it a comeback. That's awesome. All right. So
0: uh, we all know way too much about those references, so we're going to move on. John. Yes. Uh, I have have things to add to Bo's uh, stink eye on this because I share a a bit of it, but it's not the primary reason. I'm curious why you didn't bite the bullet and decide to dive in.
2: Well, it was going to be a harder sell for me. I think probably of the three of us, I'm probably the least invested in Borderlands 3. As a game itself, I love the idea. Uh, I like playing it. I can't tell you a thing that happened in Borderlands 1 or 2 because I played with the sound turned off. (laughs) Uh, I basically had had sound effects turned on so I could hear the guns. but I didn't want to hear anybody talk. I didn't really want to hear their music, I would put on music, I would put on TV shows, I would do anything else but listen to uh, that game. I don't think it's funny, I don't think the story's interesting, and I find the world mostly bland. But, I love the gameplay loop, and I think the gameplay is pretty darn solid. Uh, And so, you know, I, I think for me, Borderlands 3, I tried to get back into Borderlands 2 Uh, I want to say about a month or two ago, uh, because I was just craving that sort of game. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard to go back to. It didn't, you know, the game showing its age. It didn't scale up to my monitor very well. It looked kind of muddy. It it didn't look great. certainly didn't look the way I remembered it. So there was a part of me that was definitely itching to get in and play some. But I think without a good plan as to here's the people I'm going to play with, I think the idea of jumping in solo and just doing it, I couldn't justify the purchase. There's too many other games right now, all right at that $60 mark Mm -hmm. and Borderlands is certainly trying to get more than its share of $60 um, that I just, I couldn't justify like honestly, the next $60 I spend on a game is going to probably control would be my guess unless something else major comes Mm -hmm. out before then. So there's just too many other things that I like before it. I mean, if it had been a thing that just was really hitting with all with all of us and you know maybe someone else and we were like, no, we're gonna get in and we're gonna go in every day, maybe I could have been swayed uh onto it, but yeah, I just what I just wasn't there as a as a solo game experience. Well,
0: everything I hear from the people I normally trust in this regard be that reviewers, certain sites uh certain voices in the gaming press who i generally find that they, their tastes in games align with mine. And then also lots of friends whose tastes definitely align with mine. And all I've heard is that it's more of Border, Borderlands 2. And if you like that, then you're going to get a ton more of that. And it's going to look a little better. And there's going to be a few quality of life improvements. But for the most part, it's Borderlands 2 again. And that includes not a great story, jokes that don't land, um you know the things you were talking about and that was enough for me to say "Eh, I think I'm going to hold off then I'm going to hold off for a little while I am also annoyed at the problems a lot of people seem to be having with the epic store it wasn't just Bose, but others were just having trouble in general getting the game to download my son and his uh, friends are playing it they had issues getting it off epic Uh, one used a credit card one used paypal both had issues uh, completing the purchase the day of anyway Uh, That store is just not ready for prime time. It hasn't been since they started it. That thing has all kinds of issues. However, um, I think the other major factor in all of this was two things. I've been playing WoW like crazy, and later in the show I'll talk about what I've been doing in there because I can't believe I'm about to do a certain. I'm about to hit a certain threshold that I didn't think I was going to do, but I am. Uh, I've been doing that pretty hardcore, and also this week, uh, like Friday, link to the past is. Out. Or, sorry, Link's Awakening. Isn't it? Awakening. Link's Awakening is out. Yeah, Link's Awakening. And so is the Switch Lite I ordered. So, I know what I'm going to be doing Friday, and it ain't Borderlands. So, so for me, it was kind of a combination of everything you guys have said, plus my own kind of situation. If this thing would have hit, with everybody screaming, oh my gosh, this is miles and away the better game. It's better than it's ever been. Holy crap, what a game. They did it. I probably would have said, oh, Well, then we just have, this is a must-get title for the year. We're going to get this. The king of all loot shooters is back, baby. Let's go. Forget about three. That was bad. Now we got this. Yay. And the story's as good as it was in the Telltale game. None of that seems to be the case. All of it seems to be relying on a lot of old ways the game used to work. And that's not enough for me to justify the price or the time right now goes on sale, maybe a little bit down the road, sale or not, maybe I just get an itch, and I'm like, ah, you know what, I'm going to finally get in, they've done some stuff I'm interested in, or this DLC really does change things up, but as it stands right now, for somebody who sunk hundreds of hours into two, I don't want to just keep doing that, I want something, give me another reason, and it doesn't sound like they're giving me that, so this weekend's all about Link's Awakening, and I don't feel that bad about it.
2: I'm really excited to hear what you think of that. That that game, I keep looking at Switch Lights, man. I mm-hmm. definitely can't do it. I'm sitting here telling myself, "No, you can't afford a sixty dollars game." I definitely can't afford to go down the almost three hundred dollar road that is getting a Switch or a Switch light and getting Links Awakening. But man, I, keep I have a question on it. this front.
1: Yeah, because I'm similar to John in that regard. Like Switch, so, yeah, seems cool. Should set aside some money, get one, but then a thought occurred to me is that i need to get an, a vr headset <laughs> and i'm uh, like if you so scott because you've experienced both the quest which seems like the right one to pick
0: i love the quest um man. it's great
1: between like a quest and a switch light which do you think is the better Ooh, you know if you only had to pick one because that's kind of what i'm looking at a little bit i was like i can get a switch but why don't i get a vr headset
0: all right if it was this is going to be a complicated answer because it, because it's you asking. It depends really? on who asks me. <laughs> the fact that you're yeah, asking, asking this. Yeah, I'm asking for me. Yeah, yeah it, because I, if, knowing what I know about you, I think that A, you should aim for a VR headset. But B, I might caution as just reminder that, and you know this already, so I don't really mean I'm reminding you, but I would say oh. the Quest is this self-contained device that, runs wonderfully and does. I love it. I think it's amazing. And I think it's the future of VR. That's how stuff's going to go. Untethered, um, you know, freestanding sort of let me create room space on the fly, like not tethered to a thing, not worried about stupid satellite boxes that are telling you where everything is in the room, like inside out tracking. All that stuff, I think, is the future. And so for me, that thing is the bomb and, and definitely the, the first of hopefully many strides in that direction. However, knowing the kind of gamer you are and the kinds of things you're going to want to do with it, including stuff you already have, like Elite Dangerous or whatever else you may have on your hard drive that could take advantage of VR, No Man's Sky, for example, whatever, I would actually recommend the other Rift, the Rift S, uh, which is the uh-huh. same, same um, optics and uh, capabilities, and including inside-out tracking. So that's still nice, but it is tethered to your PC. Um, Hmm. the advantage there is you get to play all the stuff you already own. The disadvantage is you're not truly wireless and you can't just go anywhere with it. Um, so it's a trade off there and I fully acknowledge that trade off. So it just depends on the gamer and what they're trying to do. I think that knowing you and knowing the library you have, you probably would like the versatility. Um, and it's also, it's not so much that that device is more powerful. It's just that it uses your PC, which is more powerful in theory than the, than the quest would be on its own.
1: are are your Steam purchases available on the Quest? Like, oh know, yeah, if you wanted to, because one of the things is like my computing area is comfy, but I probably want to move to a different room to do VR. Like if I'm swinging and boxing, mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to do it here. So there's an appeal to the console version of the uh, VR. I, I agree, to
0: to I agree, room. I, I um, agree, and that's why it was a big deal for me. I I just I'm not set up to have a quality VR experience anymore where I do my studio stuff, um, even though. You know, the, a PC with a really good video card is is what can make VR truly m- magical. But I feel like the Quest is just about there. It looks great. I'm playing Beat Saber and other games that have PC equivalents, and it looks great. I'm not having any... No, no part of me is going, oh, this is a lesser experience. Like, not at all. The fidelity's there. Mm-hmm. The movement's there. The tracking is there. The controllers are the same. Um, And the only difference is one is tethered to your PC, the other one isn't. And it's still really affordable, though. They're $399... Is it two ninety nine or three ninety nine? I forget, but both of them are the same price. Quest or the S are the exact same price. So it's not like you have to choose between a nine hundred dollar one and a three hundred
1: dollar one. Because um, like John, because John's saying is like it's the time of year where people start thinking about shopping for Christmas. Like mm-hmm. John being on the fence about it, it's the perfect um intent john's girlfriend if you're listening mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he probably won't buy the switch but he'd really l- love it if he got one or his mom or dad or whoever might we, be listening we work at the same place <laughs> if i can't afford it she can't afford it <laughs> maybe santa claus can afford it uh, but anyways you know uh, for me i you know i i appreciate your analysis of it because as appealing as a switch is i'm like ee-
0: I mean the switch is more like if the the switch for me I'll tell you why I own a switch and love the switch. I like I love Nintendo games. I don't think anybody makes better my games uh, my games. games. <laughs> my, game. <laughs> my games. <laughs> Nobody makes games that are more mechanically innovative than they do and they always up raise the bar and everyone who works anywhere that makes great games will tell you Nintendo's the inspiration. I love them and I love their games and you can only get them on their pl- platform. So That's one reason. Second reason is indies are super awesome on this thing. That's my favorite place to play smaller, um, less heard of games. I normally only see on Steam or whatever. They're just excellent on that device. If those two things attract people, that's the decision. That's the one you want. If you're primarily a PC gamer and you're happy to stay in that ecosystem, I'd go the VR helmet, headset rather, and go with either the S or the last generation Rift, although I wouldn't recommend that, or the Vive, because I just, honestly, it feels so archaic to set up towers now and like have it all beam into each other. OK, is this all good? So, so oh, that one's not far enough Rift to the left. Doesn't have,
1: no the Rift S doesn't have
0: towers? No, it's all inside out tracking. So you do the same there's, thing as you there, do with the wireless there's one.
1: There's no tracking piece anywhere.
0: It's just you. You are the tracking piece. So what happens okay, is you put, that like helmet, that. Yeah. you put that helmet on your head, either one, Quest also, and you go, it'll say, it'll, you can see through a camera that's built into that thing. You can see the outside world. And the outside world's all kind of gray, um, monochrome, but it says, all right, just start drawing a circle. You start drawing this green circle wherever you have space on the floor. And once once you've connected the lines of your circle or your square or whatever shape it is, it doesn't matter. It can be shaped like freaking Florida, big penis. It doesn't matter. It'll say, oh, okay, cool. You, is this your space then? Yes. You're done. That's all you have to do. It's 100%. awesome. And yes. I love it. And it's the only way this stuff should move forward. I mean, I understand that there's a, there, there are some fidelity issues and some stuff where, you know, tower tracking um, eliminates most, if not all, dead zones and things like that, that you don't 100% eliminate with inside out, like over the head stuff and a few things like that. But it's still worth it to me. So if I was going the PC route, I'd get the S yes over the um, either the uh, the valve one, which is top of the line. No doubt. Awesome stuff. But I don't want towers anymore. I don't want the Vive Pro. I don't want any yeah. of that. Towers are for losers. No offense. Tower lovers. It's so funny that
2: you picked that, too, because as soon as Bo offered that choice, like, gut reaction for me was like, oh, the Switch, but, like, I definitely think VR for Bo, because I've never known Bo to be the guy who's like, man, guys, I'm so excited I got the console that's relevant and a part of the discussion right now, and I get to <laughs> join in on the zeitgeist of society. Yeah. He's more like, show me something new, show me something unique, show me something I haven't done before. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's you're probably gonna get that with VR. You're probably not necessarily gonna get that with a switch light.
1: Yeah, I mean the the best thing because I have played. I have a DK two from ancient times. It's screen doors bad. It's I don't really want to use it. It's got towers and garbage. Yeah, that I don't want to set up and have to reconfigure to put off and put on. But the thing that I find most appealing about VR is just i um, trying to hit the the edge, being extreme, and make myself throw up and stuff. <laughs> Like that, that's that's like a. am just like, oh, man, this thing's really getting me sick. This is awesome. You know, so that's I wonder how you uh, so that's
0: interesting because the newer headsets do so much to negate that and make it not a problem anymore for people to get motion sick. My wife got motion sick on the original uh, dev kit stuff and a little woozy on the first um, uh, Vive. But this these things now, um, tethered or otherwise, she's no problem with it. So I wonder yeah, so what I'd you'd like have to, to do to really push it. You know, you'd have to find a game. I'd that like was, to pay
1: Farrah uh, in Overwatch <laughs> in a headset. Cause see, like these first-person shooters that are really movie, they have these weird controls where that you teleport places.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'm
1: like, eh, don't do that to me. You just want to run around. There, there, there are I definitely the ones free-run. where you can run around.
0: Like in, oh. in the default setting in No Man's Sky in VR is the teleportation method because it limits motion sickness. Like that's sort oh. of a proven thing. But you can turn that off oh okay run around okay. all you want you can do whatever you want Good. okay so i uh, see
1: i wasn't aware and it's totally cool if you get motion sickness i want them to put these things in there for you but part of the appeal is getting that woozy feeling yeah <laughs> it's like it's like uh i don't know it's just yeah. a rush i just you know when you're yeah. falling off a building and you're like i'm gonna die it's like yeah that's i never t- actually want to be in that situation but it's interesting to feel those feelings sure yeah like uh strange days that great catherine bigelow film i love that kind of movie dude, that, movie's that movie is a classic dude it even is. though it's like takes place in the future of 1999 or something like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 2011 or something that's the only like problem
0: that. is it was made in the 90s and it the the movie takes place in 99 which wasn't that far off if i were catherine bigelow i would have made it 2020 or something she screwed Can't, that up
2: hey guys can we jump forward a little bit further <laughs> more
0: than like that? four We're gonna years get there real soon
1: <laughs> yeah see i'd hate them for them for to use other actors but that movie with the, like a david villeneuve mm-hmm. level director the remake would be oh, just great i would love and, that i mean he's but oh i love that guy i think it would be really hard for like have to get a, a woman director too because it deals with some very intense mm-hmm. uh, you know sexual power relationships and well rape is in it mm-hmm. um it's so part want, it's part of the i want plank. to handle tastefully but like right. but also it's intense like it's it, it's not shied away from either well it's the very, point of
0: the story is to say look if this was a thing this would be where we'd go with it and we'd and there's all the questions you have to ask about what that means like what does this mean about yeah. people that were you know that they're rape simulations and that you could become addicted mm-hmm.
1: to that's a great great movie Good. it's a good movie it's really good it's really smart and thoughtful about all of it but doesn't shy away from it either it's yeah it's got a i don't know if you can make it nowadays but maybe people be too sensitive oh about i it think you could do it. it i think
0: it's more of an hbo series though right like a long form thing right netflix or something like it'd have to be like yeah. a multi-series thing and i would totally watch that but it's got voldemort in it and freaking um lady <laughs> who should have been storm i don't know anyone's name it has what Baltimore Ray Fines
2: and uh, should have been Storm. But there you go, Ray Fiennes. Ray, Fines Ray and, spelt
0: as Ralph Fines. Yeah, Ralph Fines and then the lady is awesome. She was in Juliet Lewis. She's the she's uh, Wakanda grandma now.
1: Angela Bassett. Her
0: yes, she should have been Storm back then in the first.
1: Oh, oh you're so of... right. She's a like a she, you know what she is. She's like a William Gibson street samurai bodyguard cyberpunk thing. She's without so any cool. body enhancements, like yeah. just. Just like she drives a super limo, yep. she beats people up. Like it's she's amazing. She's great. Um, yep, love that lady. Yeah,
0: she should do more things. Oh. She should be more than I almost said. Pink Panther. She be she be more than Black <laughs> Panther's mom. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. All right, let's talk about uh this, oh, the you worst. Know who else is in it? Oh,
1: who? What's that? David Hatter, I think his name. Dave. Is? David no. Hader. Dave. No. Solid. You know snake? who I'm thinking about? Not solid. Maybe. Well. <laughs> Hold on. You know, you know that guy always plays like a... I last seen him in Ghost in the Shell. He's in it for all of five seconds when the robots like you know mess him up in the beginning. Was that the
0: movie The movie one that came out?
1: I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, the movie one. Um, He's in like a ton of stuff. He's got a super that. gravelly voice. Frickin'... I gotta look this up now. Strange Days. Oh, look at that. Uh, yeah,
0: 90, that movie came out in 95. They had all... The forethought of five years for excuse me, four years, yeah, for the future to turn, ah uh, guys <laughs> we're, gonna have, we're gonna
1: have squid technology, I'm like, no, nah, so like guys the, we're DL.
0: we're really gonna turn
2: this around, oh Tom, you're all afraid of y two uh, top size
1: more, I think it's uh Vincent. Michael Wincott,
0: oh, when well, Michael Winnicott's awesome, I love that guy or Wincott, yeah, yeah he's great, dude, yeah.
1: he plays like a bad like you know the bad dude the the heel the. Douchey guy, and he's super good in this movie. He's
0: in, uh, he's in, um, the, uh, the Crow. He's the bad guy in the Crow, and he's really good in that. He's, uh, oh my gosh, he's good in everything. Name something Michael Wincott's in that he's not good in, and I dare. I don't you
2: know. It. I want you to name something because I can't picture him. Yet.
0: Oh my but lord! The name's familiar. Uh, I know.
2: I know who he is. Um,
0: hold I'll on. Paste but, it,
1: I'm pasting it in the chat here. I'll give you. I'll Michael, give you
0: some. Um, Michael Wincott. He's in a bunch of video games lately, but uh, let's see. He's in.
1: He's got a very distinct voice.
0: Uh, The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. Oh, his voice is insane. He's in Halo 2. He was Prophet of Truth in that. Um, Anyway, he was in, let's see, Treasure Planet. Um, I'm going back a ways. Alien Resurrection, he was in that. Oh,
2: that's what I know him from. Yep,
0: you know him from that. Strange Days, we just mentioned. He's in
1: Forsaken. Three
0: Musketeers. Uh, He's in that dude what lived in a cave for a while. What's the name of that movie?
2: Dude, what lived in a cave for uh, a
0: while? He's guy of Gisborne and the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves thing. The Kevin Costner. Oh yeah, movie.
2: this guy's this guy's great. He is I
1: great. Like he is a thousand times great. Bo is hundred percent right about that guy. I wish he was in more things, but that is like one of his iconic roles in my mind. Is playing uh, what's this character's name? He has a Why y- What's his name? I forget. He's so good though. Uh, Philo. Like, Philo Philo Gans Philo. <laughs> That's yeah. a cyberpunk name for you.
0: Anyway, the point is that stuff's good that's Uh,
2: what i was picturing him from was robin hood prince of thieves he's super (laughs) creepy in that movie
0: yeah he was good everything i do that movie's really bad but great it's a great time but it's bad that's great though but bad uh all right let's talk about the worst news of the week the worst thing has happened nope there is a new multiplayer resident evil game in the works (laughs) that is a four versus one multiplayer thing a bit like uh dead by daylight these games that are you know kind of hot right now where it's a uh, asynchronous sort of four of you versus the big bad guy and then it kind of rotates or whatever it's basically king of the hill the way yeah. they used to do it back in the not king of the hill uh, but in quake yeah. uh, the quake one quake or uh, one Unreal Days. <laughs> no it's not that it's i can't remember the name but it was a thing that was the thing they did in those games they were, they were mods and these are just like souped up versions of those but anyway a four versus one multiplayer thing where you can be, wait for it, Mr. X. F you, game. Not going near that piece of shit. Not a chance. Yeah, you
2: are. Yeah, you are. We're going to play it. No. It's going to be
0: great. Oh, my Lord. It's going to be great.
2: Don't, don't what know, if you God. got he, to he, be Mr. X, Scott? You're not the one getting scared then. You're the one doing the
1: scaring. See, I then thought. He'd say, I'm bad at this. Here's you play on m-
0: Maybe, but here's what happened to me when I played Dead by Daylight and I played the villain. I think I was yeah. Jason or something because they were doing one of their tie-ins. And um, that also scared me <laughs> Like, <laughs> because the, the people creeping around are scary to see creeping around and then me running after them and then they throw a thing to trip me and then I got to break through. All of that stuff made me jump and I didn't like it. And so I think it'd be the same problem. However, I say all of this, I know I'm going to play this. so fine it's it's gonna be fun now one cool thing is it's not that you just you play mr x and that's
2: it and that's who you play uh you actually um that's one part that's sort of like essentially considered like the ult of that role it sounds like mm-hmm. like you have a lot of abilities like you basically play i don't remember what the name is but it's like the observer or something like that And you're watching all these people very uh, jigsaw style on monitors while they go through puzzle rooms
3: mm. and you're
2: controlling things like let's release monsters now let's mm-hmm. turn the lights out now let's do this now like it's very <laughs> master that might actually be what it's called of like when am i gonna unleash something on these players as they try to uh you know complete their objectives yeah. and they can do stuff to counter you like one of the girls special abilities is she can disrupt your ability to see what's going on on the monitor. Mm
3: -hmm. Um,
2: But you can also do the whole assuming direct control and take control of a zombie or Mr. X things like that and attack them directly so I don't know seems pretty cool. They're you know if you only count the last two Resident Evils they're two for two.
0: They are. They had a rough patch and then these last two have knocked it out of the park as far as I'm concerned Um, even though I only played technically half of two uh, seven Genuinely got under my skin, and I thought it was an amazing direction, that game. Um, and I think that I will give them a benefit of the doubt. But I will only do it with you guys. I can't just do this with strangers. There's no way. Yeah, F we'll that. do it. Yeah, I
2: think I, I'm very interested to try it. It's definitely like a world and a an idea and a pitch behind it that I'm excited for. I think the hard thing for people with the the asynchronous multiplayer is... It does become a challenge because if we're, say, a group of three, say we can only get three people together to play it, okay, well, we're most definitely all going to be queuing as survivors then to play the game. Right. And you're never going to have that moment where one's playing a killer, or even if you have all five, then it's like, okay, well, do we just pretend we can't hear each other on comms, or do we kick one person off comms while he's the killer? There's fun to be had, but there's additional steps that you kind of have to take to hit what you know in most other multiplayer games where you're all on the same team you just get in and play it so right
0: right well i'm curious i'm <clears throat> curious about it for sure we'll see if it um you know, ends up on our on our playlist or not um i mean bo you just you'd play that right that's cool you like scary games if
1: you had to i, I think so uh yeah? not no I, I don't like scary games yeah i like gross games. Really.
0: Well, that exp- yeah. that explains why you had to keep changing your pants after we played um gears five and you would saw a guy in half and then both say hang on a second guys and you have to go change his pants every time
1: yeah i I, <laughs> I really get I've been playing nothing but Gears five past week it, it it's really fun, song dudes in half. It is good. The more
2: good. I thought about what you just said, Scott, the worse it, it got, got. Worse, and I, I yeah, <laughs> I did the so, same like, thing. Where, anywhere where it went, oh wait, did yeah. I miss something? No, as I said it. No,
0: as I said it, the meaning took on a different meaning, and I was like almost happy to hear <laughs> hear us go past it. But John was kind enough to remind us how terrible it was going, so it's all fine. <laughs> It's all fine. I missed
1: it completely, to be honest it's, with you. So. It's, it's like, okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I
2: like sawing people in half in that game, as you all found out last week. Yeah. It's my favorite thing, yeah. and I'll so let you know we'll about s- it every time I do it.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Gears because is good. I can. I, yeah, I've got lots to say about the game, although I don't know if we, we want to stop there. But needless to say, we'll play Resident Evil if there's a nice 4v1 thing. But, I mean, we were playing Gears 5 Horde mode, and Scott even screamed a few times then.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah true. There'd
1: be yeah. a guy around the corner He'd be like, woo! You know, I'm like, "Whoa, this is intense." Maybe it's, we don't need to turn that up. It
0: scares me. Like the, I mean, I'll. It's funny. We talked once about whether these games I'm streaming that are scary have desensitized me to horror games, and in some ways, I think they have. They've made me a little less paralyzed because I used to get just paralyzed by them, just can't do anything, put the controller down, put my hands on my face, and hope for the best, right? But <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason, they've they have softened that bit up, so I can. Pay attention to mechanics, go where I need to go, uh, do what I have to do, get it done, finish these games. Like, that that's new for me. So, streaming has helped me do that, but it doesn't stop certain things from just jumping at me. Like, there's a scene in Gears 5 early on when you're down in that dark tunnel and those little naked white guys are after you. And they're popping out of water. It's part of the campaign.
1: Uh, the sires,
0: yeah, is that what they're called? The little naked, they, uh, they, they grab
1: onto you and they try and pull you somewhere. And then, if they pull you too long, they rip your head off. They're awful, it's...
0: they're freaking awful. Is that the naked guys, the little white naked guys? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They're sorry, you're in the lab with the walking CRT, <sighs> and then the CRT screws you.
0: No, it was the. Oh. It's very early, and you're un- you're like in a d- you're almost oh like a- you just
1: mean the 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 drones like they're like freshly born locust dudes yes I mean they're just they they look like maggot people
0: yes the little speedy little speedy maggot people I don't like them
1: at all oh no you're talking about juvies the small little monkey guys that go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and chase after you and they run yeah, yeah. yeah I hate them don't like them so they're they're called juvies and then the ones with uh, explosive on them are called poppers
0: hold on this is a funny. This is a funny thing happening in the chat right now I'd like to share, if you guys don't mind. Uh, <laughs> somebody named Sulphur Fart is in the chat, and uh-huh. he says, Hey guys, what are your names? I'm new to the stream. Uh, and I, I was about to answer it when you got done, but then he went on to say, Which is the bald guy? Sure, I've seen him somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> <I'm>
2: <laughs> so, all over the place.
0: So John is the bald guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm Scott, and that's Bo. Welcome to the show, Sulphur Fart. Uh, you if you direct it. your you attention it.
1: under our name or under our name, <laughs> yeah, right our, our names Bo, are John. See? Are there. Right but there. nice to meet you. Thank you for, for joining <laughs> us on the show. <laughs> Which today. one's
0: the bald guy? Is it John? Because the name's right under it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, you know, but people, things people have happened.
1: People uh hear us and then me, me and John, and then when they see us, they think we're the reverse. Oh, is that true? They know one's a long hair guy and the other's a. Oh, I didn't realize guy. that. I'm not making fun. And
0: I'm not making fun either way. Sulfur fart. In fact, your name is what I have today. I have the sulfur farts today. So thanks for reminding mm-hmm. me of that.
1: All right. Uh, hey. Interesting side note uh, on sulfur is that um, if you smell the ublex that we encountered, in there will be dungeons. Yeah. The description actually says that it smells faintly of sulfur. Really? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Why don't yeah. I? Okay, I don't remember that. I like it though. Well we didn't smell Did it. Did we not? We <laughs> so so this isn't actually a person. This is an oblex in the chat. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it wants to eat our memories. I Look see.
0: for
2: the tether. That's how you know. Is That's it, how you know. Is it always
0: there. the tether? That's how you know? Yeah. All right. Well, learned something new today. Uh all right. Let's talk about this idea John's got. Tinfoil hat time. Hold on. Gotta play the theme for that. All right, John has
1: and this theory. I feel-
2: I feel like I'm treading on bow territory, but this hit me today. I was welcome looking, to my
1: club John. <laughs>
2: looking at news stories, and uh, immediately I just turned into an animated gif of like numbers flashing in front of my faces and like, oh, I, I can see it all. I can see beyond the veil here. Um, so basically, uh Forbes reported uh, that Bioware has come out and said what their their next plans are for anthem, and they said they're they're underwhelming. Basically, if you if you listen to them okay. and uh, a summary essentially of what their announced plan is, is them basically saying we know the game has a lot of problems. We know there's a lot of work that needs to be done. We're dedicated to continuing to try and improve the game. Uh, we put out this update. We're canceling our current plans for how we were originally going to go and do updates because we need to take a more long form approach to doing this. We're going to put out some little seasonal stuff while we get this stuff in order in the spirit of what we've already done. But we're looking at big improvements down the line and it got me thinking that maybe Anthem is going to be our next Final Fantasy 14 where they put a game on standby. Mm. Here's something to keep the people that are there and invested and interested just going through the motions and continuing to play while they work on a follow-up to it Mm. that they are going to re essentially relaunch the game with and have you know for good or for bad i can't speak to the quality for final fantasy 14 obviously it worked out right but here's what the game should have been and they put that out at a later time
0: interesting i mean i hope you're right we've all well no we all did the other thing right where we uh we did the monthly thing so we weren't really invested yeah. past
1: that but no it was 20 bucks
0: yeah but still if you came if you were able to come around and go oh my gosh did you guys hear how good it is now i'd be a great thing to hear i'd be all into that i don't have a ton of faith that they'll do that but i'm not so cynical that i wouldn't i mean i would accept it and that would be great like why not the thing with final fantasy is the original launch 14 which just panned just everyone hated it said what is this horrible garbage thing you made and that feels a lot like this game and they're different games obviously in very different genres but um man if they can turn that thing around the way they did why not these guys sure i mean honestly they have the money and the talent is well whether or not they just want to spend it and do it and if they do great might be all in i'd want that game i yeah. wanted that game to be great we never actually i played with kyle a whole bunch but the rest of us never really got games to work right So that we could all get in and do anything. I couldn't play it. It was unplayable. The load screens were hideous. I'd get kicked out of stuff before I could get into it. i get into a thing and then come in and the guy was done by the time I got there. And I immediately went to another nine minute load screen. Like that thing was broken. Broken ass broken game. If they could figure out a way around that, hell yeah, I'd be back. I'd play it. Yeah. No problem. No question. Um, But I do, you know, admire those who are sticking with it in a way that's, you know, getting in all the time and seeing what changes are doing and, you know, taking that bullet for the rest of us. But, you know, give it another year, maybe. I mean, I don't think it can go very long. Like, how long do you think they can get away with that timeline-wise?
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I think the thing that gave Final Fantasy an advantage was they were asking for a subscription, right? So in theory, that if they brought in enough people back to it, You say, okay, well, here's the thing, and they're going to be paying monthly for this thing, and that's how we make up these profits. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case in Anthem. What do you do? Like at a certain point, are they, you know, is what I'm talking about just them doing a sequel to Anthem and saying, "Trust us, guys, we got it right the second time." Mm -hmm. Uh, Which honestly is kind of what Destiny does. Like I, I wound up liking Destiny. Mm By all accounts, I would love Destiny 2 if I got in and gave it another shot, but it was always like, hey, give us another $60 now that we made our game good, and I could never really get behind that idea.
0: Mm. Yeah, Uh, same. I don't know. Destiny pulled it off. You're right, and it was a bummer at first, especially 2, and then everyone tells me now that's the best thing ever and people should get into it. I still haven't really pulled the trigger, and I own it, but I don't know. I just can't. I can't get excited about looter shooters right now. I don't know why. What do you think that's about? Why do you think one of my favorite kinds of genres suddenly I don't care about them? I don't know why.
2: Well, how do you feel about shooting?
0: I like shooting. Shooting. How do you fun. feel about looting? I like looting.
2: How do you feel about doing both of those at the same time?
0: Looting and shooting. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I need someone to show me something new. I feel like I'd rather okay. be. In, I'd rather be. <laughs> I'd rather be in Diablo shooting something in a three-quarter view and looting what gets popped out of those people that I that I shoot.
2: All right. What if, Mr. I'm bringing the Diablo show back, what if it's not three-quarter view? What if it's third person?
0: If Diablo 4, or whatever they call it, is third person behind the back game, I mean, mm-hmm. of course I'm going to play it. And of course I'm going to think that Blizzard maybe does it better than anybody, but I will be sorely disappointed, at least initially, until I've actually had a chance to play it. I won't judge it till I play it, but I don't think that... That's as fun as it could be. Even though I, I like third-person games, I actually really do. But I think they're best served as like action games, adventure games, um, you know, Nathan Drake style stuff, that sort of thing. I think is is perfectly suited for a third-person type ex- experience. I never felt like the loot the looty games that I want in my life are more fiddly. I don't like. The perspective to be so on the ground. I want to be up, godlike, and I want to make decisions based on a screen's worth of real estate. And it's it's probably just because that's all I did in, in the past, and and I'm just not a you know, I'm just not a Fortnite kid anymore or whatever I ever was. But you know most, what I mean. No,
1: most items in looter like looting and looter shooters super overrated, anyway.
0: Right, like it's not like great.
1: Destiny two, it's like I've got a power two eighty three gun. Well, I looted a power 281 gun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I'm keeping the 283 gun. Have that happen twenty times, and now I got to go vendor it, and you know all that stuff. It's just not fun. It's also tedious. Like Diablo makes it easy to at least vendor the trash. So if you're gonna do it, like Diablo is like the best example of like looting done. I think the best way. I agree. Well, and that, um, and, that and that
0: and that's why Borderlands at, at some point did that really well because I think they follow the Diablo model. It was like. I pop open this chest and a million things fall out of it, and I can run around and grab it. I do wish you could just kind of run around and vacuum it. I don't want to go inspect everything on the ground and then pick it up. Like to me, that just slows everything <laughs> down. Whereas with a with a Diablo style thing, my mouse it just click 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 like it's the barrier to entry is so much easier that I think people forget that when they design these things. So, I'm not saying <laughs> Blizzard couldn't and pull it off. I just I just don't know.
1: But also, again, in Borderlands, when I played it, you get to a point where you get guns you like. And then everything's crap. <laughs> like right. you're looting until you find good things. And then it's just a shooter. <laughs> and then once in a while, you find an upgrade. But mostly you like the guns you have. It might be a more powerful gun, but you like the gun you have because you wanted a sniper rifle with the sweet re- active reload on it or something. Right. So you end up passing even on upgrades. It just tends to, to be overrated. you know. Like the, It gets called out as a genre a lot, but I'm just like, it more just needs to be a good shooter. <laughs> <laughs> than anything else, yeah. Because Gears isn't a looter shooter, and it's fun to shoot things in Gears. So yeah, it is. Eh. I'd play that game more if it was a looter shooter,
0: though. Like, there's something about the Gears world. I'd love it if it was more open worldy and
1: and semi. Well, it has progression now in Horde. That's something when we played, we. There's this whole aspect to Horde that we missed completely when we played. Yeah, um, it's like oh. a Heroes of the Storm team now.
2: Right? Yeah, because it took us 17 hours to get done where we could actually unlock something and progress. Yeah, long. Well, long we move. actually I had a lot of fun. fun but
0: like, yeah. I, it was fun, but, but it's a commitment. That was like a raid night.
1: But like, no, the 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 people you play as they all have different load. Everyone has a unique combination of guns as a loadout. Yeah. Yeah, because so I was complaining I couldn't get a sniper rifle. There's a guy got a sniper rifle, revolver, all the weapons I wanted, and an assault rifle that is semi-auto and does good headshots. And but you can open up skill cards and level up the dudes and customize them that way, and they get better and better at horde. Thus, you can increase the difficulty level as you get better. It's interesting, actually. Yeah, uh, they even have supports. You can Jack as a support, and I played as him a bunch, and he's really fun. Um, anyways. That's a little bit of a sidetrack from whatever we were talking about, but, uh, you know, looter shooter, I don't know. Eh, I like the upgrades in Borderlands and stuff like that. It's not to be down on it, but I think just with looting games in general, if you're not getting meaningful upgrades, then it's a little bit, the game loop has to be right. I feel like Diablo has had the, to me, been my favorite, Diablo Diablo 3, just just the well, way they sort of. I, I think
2: they kind of figured out that in the early stages, it is about just getting the better thing. You know, like at the very early, it's like, okay, it's about getting a magic thing. Then you get that, and then it's like, okay, get the thing that makes the number higher. And then mm. by the time you kind of progress to that, and the thing they make that interesting with is you're unlocking your abilities and you're making your character better. And that's how they make that interesting. And then by the time you get to what would be, you know, quote unquote, end game, and you just get to that point where it's that okay well i like my gear now so i'm done then they introduce the concept of set bonuses and how this works with this and how uh, legendaries work and now all of a sudden there's another new meta game of like okay well how can i turn this into a build to break the game in a real fun cool way right and i think that's pretty interesting i mean it has diminishing returns eventually but uh i think that's I think that's a pretty fun thing that they managed to unlock eventually with Diablo 3.
0: Yeah, they got there. But all the Diablos in general, they all got the core thing right, which was, I'm a little fantasy dude. I'm hitting stuff. That stuff's popping out cool stuff for me. Now I'm more powerful than I was before. Ooh, look, more stuff. And really the only work I had to do was a lot of clicking. And even that they refined after Diablo 1. Because Diablo 1, every hit was a click. So you couldn't just hold down on a bad guy. You had to click, 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 hit, hit, hit. It was kind of bad, actually. But, but well, you know, we didn't know any better. But they've always been able to nail that. And then others have come and done a pretty good job of replicating that. Path of Exile is pretty good at it. Um, I really like Grim Dawn. There's a lot of games like that that do a good job. Uh, but what I really want is them to make Diablo and then to make it, so good that it lasts forever as a series of updates and it's a living game and I don't have to wait around for sequels like let's get there guys and let's do it in like 45 days is that right
2: I also hope it's a game that doesn't look old the second it comes out
0: yeah well that's part of the problem right because they (laughs) they start
1: these things seven
0: years in advance and then when they finally put it out the you know the graphics of 07 were put out in 2012 (laughs) kind of you know i think
1: we kind of plateaued a bit though they might
0: be safe right now yeah Yeah. this is the best time to do it i agree like this you could get away with a lot of fidelity now without pushing too hard um Mm.
1: and that could be good and it'll probably be in beta so like it'll probably look good now and then it comes out in a couple years yeah it's like you know we have some more fidelity in some kind (laughs) that's what i'm thinking i'm excited bring it on i'm excited too
0: need another one and we'll see what how John's theory plays out in the future. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about what we played this week. We've been messing around, goofing off, playing video games a little bit here and there. So I do want to talk about Space Rocks because I think Bo or John put this in. I don't know who put that in.
2: But... Bo did. Oh, thank you, Bo. This is a good idea. It is a good idea. Uh, I keep this seeing it. this game.
0: You're developing a game. I'm making my own card game. This is a game. show about games. Yep. Uh, I have it in my hand. I have a te- I have a deck. Oh, man, I just realized. Well, okay, chat room. This is gonna look like garbage to you, but just fine to you guys because the green screen. <laughs> this box is green, so it's all oh. left up. <laughs> it looks terrible. Anyway, it's hilarious. It's
2: <laughs> the game of the future. It's got a lot of licensed <coughs> properties on it.
0: That's right. Um, it's called Rock Runners Incorporated. I'm holding a sample deck in my hand. It's pretty much the final product, although there's some printing changes to the box and some, I have to get the instructions done. So there's a few things I got to do before we put it up and make it available. But anyway, uh, on the side, it reads, space is a competitive place. Run the most rocks and you win. On the back, it says two two to four players go head to head in a frantic race to get the most base rocks, foil opponents, and walk away with enough credits to buy a solar system. Rock Runners Incorporated is easy to learn and hard to put down. Go get that big contract, Captain, before someone else does. A Lot of dumb flavor text like that. Um uh up to four players can play this, two to four. Basically it's head to head game or you know, like set up to, uh, three of you could play, four of you could play with a single deck. Here are the actual cards. Let's see Ugh, again, it's all green. Hey, guys, see this <laughs> there's a file it looks format. Great.
1: There's a file format called PNG and you can make the pixels transparent. You use that yeah, file that's file. what it is.
0: These are PNG <laughs> cards. Um, Green screen's really effing with it. But... Truly
2: the card <laughs> game of the future. I can see straight through it, yet it's somehow different on the other side. That's right.
0: Now, every card uh, in here has a different purpose. Like, there are number just number cards. Like, there's a seven with seven space rocks on it. Uh, here's one with ten. Whoops. There's one with ten on it. Uh, here's one with... Uh, a full 100, which is a big deal. I won't explain it oh, right that's now. A lot of space rocks. It's a lot of space rocks. That is, in fact, the full amount of space rocks. If you have that card, that's a very good thing. Um, the rules on how to play that, of course, are coming soon. But then there's things like this. this eject button. Whoops. Here we go. Can you guys see that? Sort of. Yeah. Uh, it says eject button. Oh, and all the art is mine, by the way. I forgot to mention I did all the art on these. Anyway, eject cargo. Yeah. Discard this card from your uh, from your hand and draw a new one. Does not add to the space rock total. Uh, that won't make sense unless you know the rules. But there's all kinds of stuff like nanotech uh, compression and explosion on your ship that removes a bunch of rocks. There's one called catastrophic failure, and there's only one of these in the entire deck. You, it's a huge deal if you get that card. Um, I have a question for you, yeah, Scott,
2: yeah, about your game. Go. How difficult has it been to not use the motto "Get your rocks off"? <laughs> Oh,
1: now Scott's
0: kicking himself. He's got to <laughs> yeah. go back to the printer. Well, we haven't gone full production yet, so hmm, maybe I could sneak something in. We'll have to see. Oh, here's the other nice thing. So if you uh, win a game,
1: there are five of these per deck.
0: These cards right here, which, again, look okay to you guys. Probably but to them, it looks kind of bad, but it's double-sided.
1: It's like a Canadian loony. It's got a hole in it. Yeah, it's
0: and it's a, like an angled uh, space credit, basically. I'm trying to get an angle that looks okay to them. A, um, a buckazoid, yeah, and it's, got, and it's got it's got metal um, contacts on it, so it's like you verify your money by plugging it in into computers and stuff. Anyway, I have all this backstory about why these are cool, but it's like BSG style with the corners on it. Anyway, there are nice. five space credits per deck, and you play five rounds and best of five rounds. Whoever has the most space credit cards wins, and you get these by winning around. So <clears throat> there's a lot more to it if you want to follow its development because things are happening fast now. Head on over to frogpants.com slash rockrunners. And there's a whole webpage describing it, some better pictures than the horrible green screen you're looking at now. Um, And uh, you can kind of get an idea of what that's all about. And I'm very excited about it, as you might notice in my voice. Uh, All right, putting that over there. So watch for that. More stuff coming soon. Uh, Again, that's frogpants.com slash rockrunners. Also, this week I played a ton of WoW. Guess what I'm about to unlock? John, take a wild guess. What am I about to do?
2: Are you are you about to unlock Flying Scott?
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so close. Closer Me than too, I thought. Me too, actually. I
2: was. Yeah. Uh yeah, I got to revered with Mechagon. So now I just have the Nightmare fueled world of Nagitar to finish up in and I'm good to go.
0: I'm about equal in both those places but I need both those reps and then I'm done. Uh I had a lot of making up time to do because I don't do the Tortolan stuff very much. Back in the day, I kind of avoided it because I hate those quests so bad. Um, They're the
2: best. One's just memories.
0: Yeah, that one's easy, but some of them are terrible. Here, make a circle around me. Okay, cool. And then they had the the <laughs> turtle has made it to the water thing, but then they changed it so that there's the turtle getting to the water. Then there's the hey, you're the crab in the scenario. Uh, murder the heck
2: out of some turtles.
0: And then what's the third one? There's a third one. A third uh, variation on that. Or am I thinking of something else? Maybe no, I there's
2: am. kill the turtles, save the turtles, look at the things.
0: <laughs> I forgot that's, what it is. That's it. And then, the, and then the follow the pattern on the ground thing, which are so But And now dumb. there's the
2: new guy that lets you play Bejeweled and lets you uh, untangle threads.
0: Oh, right. I don't mind that. I hate the ones that are, I hate the ones that are like move the turtle through the little maze and get to the finish thing. I hate those.
2: Oh yeah. The logo.
0: Yeah. I hate that. So those aren't fun, but they, so I avoided them. So then when I went to go look at how I was doing for my Pathfinder quests uh, or achievements, it was all like your Tortolan stuff is in the shitter. Everything else is good. You revered a long time ago with everybody, but the turtles are pissed. So I've been cranking on those turtles, man, like a wild person, and Perhaps. I'm gonna
1: get there. So I think you just need to go slow and steady with the turtles. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Don't just you know they move at their own pace.
1: And it annoys me
0: that I I, I I kept skipping them because I would be I'd be done with them by now, and I'm not. So
2: I um, am about halfway through Nagatar getting that to revered, yeah, and uh, then I'm then I'm done. Then I. I don't know what I do. I fly around. It's
0: yeah, good. then you'll fly. I will fly. You'll fly. And you can fly around Nazar and hate it from above, right? And then I can go get. Well, it'll be a lot easier from above because then you just drop down and do it and get out. But um, uh, <laughs> yeah, me
1: Mecha- <laughs> you have to be a part of that stupid world. <laughs> I do.
2: I'm above it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been there. I don't know. Just from your guys, especially John, is like oh, ah It's pretty. Goes. It's
0: pretty bad. But I'll tell you what. The freaking Mechagon is amazing. I love it there. It's really cool. So, yeah, I'm just enjoying it. I'm having a really good time. I love doing... I like World Quests. I always have. So, (laughs) I like them. I like doing them. You know, wow. Wow is a game. I like playing it. I also played some of that (laughs) Lord of the Rings adventure card game. Do you guys know what this is? Have you heard of this? No. Let me tell you about this. So, Dan Patrice recommended it. And, uh, you know, Dan, remember Dan? We used to play with Dan, Dan all the I like, time. I like Dan. Yeah, he was my good.
2: roommate at BlizzCon one year.
0: Yeah, he's a good man, that Dan. And, um, Wayne, I thought, oh, no, Bo was with... Uh...
2: He was also my roommate at Nerdtacular with Bo. <laughs>
0: that's right, that's right. Oh. You guys were all three together. That's right. I couldn't remember how that worked. Dan out. Dan
1: the table, Tabletop Man? Yes, Dan Dan the Tabletop
0: Man. He recommended what a, this.
1: What a stand-up guy. He yeah. is a stand-up he
0: was... guy. He's awesome. And he uh, here's the cool thing about it. Uh, he recommended this because he said he called it a living card game, not a CCG and LCG. I'd never heard of that term.
2: Well, I've it heard has of it. thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and you will respect them if you wish to play the game.
0: <laughs> well, when I approached it, I was like, what does that even mean? And he says, well, you'll love this because think, of what about the, think about the things you like about Hearthstone and the things you hate. What do you hate? Well, what I hate is everything. In- a lot of things, but part of what I hate is I gotta I gotta go get decks and I gotta open decks and I gotta hope the decks have things I want on them.
1: Uh, you know yeah. what I mean?
0: Like st- I gotta get
2: card
1: packs and yep. I gotta
0: build decks
1: yep. and I gotta play the cards. I don't Scott mind the likes play. likes
2: Hearthstone like he likes anime. I don't Not mind the
1: playing really,
0: actually. I like the playing. The problem is, it's the it's the collecting. It's the C and the CCG. I don't like. I hate it. I just like CG card game. I just want to play a card game. I want to play. I like deck builders which is a whole other thing, but this is a living card game an LCG, a lot closer to a deck builder. Uh, you play the I like game, me a good
1: game of cribbage. And that's just a card game.
0: Kind of like that. Uh, except what it is is there's no decks to open. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Everything's there. It's all there for you. Now it's just down to your brain to figure out good strategy and get through these levels and do this stuff. And it's all set in the Lord of the Rings world. It's all very Tolkien, not so much Peter Jackson, a little bit more true to the books. Visually. I feels like anyway, or aesthetically it feels like it. Uh, and you're doing this adventure and you're killing dudes and taking names and doing stuff. And it just came out of early access and is now fully released. And I really like it. He was right. It's fun. So it's a video game version of this. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. I should. I should have mentioned that. It's a tabletop game converted to a,
1: uh, a video game, which is now on Steam. I mean, the Slay of the Spire, I guess it's not a clone, but the single player card adventure is kind of that. Yeah. Like Slay the Spire, open the floodgate for people to go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, minus, mm-hmm. the, minus the
0: randomness and the sort of roguelikiness of it, it's more like... A,
1: sure, it's its own thing, yeah. yeah but I, I understand that it's a card-based single-player game, yeah. which is... Does, does you know, the... It's cool. New multiplayer ...game as well,
2: aspect but. allow Aragorn to give speeches where he slowly turns into <laughs> Kermit the Frog?
0: No. No. But he is in the game. And so is a very ridiculous gandalf just ridiculous gandalf which again the book's a little bit more ridiculous anyway right so yeah. it's a little more close to that um bilbo is annoying as hell you know it's got it's got lord of the rings business going on for sure but it's not it's this is not peter jackson's lord of the rings by any stretch i don't think which it, to me is actually kind of nice because i'm sort of sick of that aesthetic or I, I i don't need to see more of it i'm, I'm good so show me something that's, you know, maybe a little bit different.
2: Hobbit really peed in that bowl. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good way of putting it. Um, Anyway, uh, what's the other thing I was going to say about it? Uh, The sounds are good. Music's good. It's a little harder than I thought, but I'm not great at these games. So that's probably a me thing. Um, But it seems neat. And uh, people should check it out. It's cool. A lot of people, I guess, are just in love with the tabletop one. And so they're super excited about the digital one. And I don't know how this holds up to that, but I like it. Seems good. John, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Playing WoW. What else?
2: Yeah, you know, we don't really need to talk about it. I've also been in the World of Warcraft world uh, like crazy. It, it grabbed me in a big way thanks to Classic and everybody just talking about it. And mm-hmm. That's been mostly that. Occasionally, I dip into Diablo 3, but that's also pretty universally true. Other than that, working on prepping a D&D game for you two fellas yeah. for Sunday.
1: Do yeah. you have a contingency plan in case Kristen is just like the only thing I want to do right now to R and R is play D and D because she's pretty into it? <laughs>
2: yeah, I let you DM it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's my contingency.
1: She's no way. She's look. She
0: did. By the way, so our good friends, the Ferguson. It was.
1: She, yeah, we should. We okay. We should. Uh, we should have done this at the top of the show.
0: We should have. I just but, I forgot to do it. Yeah. But she went through forty eight hours of labor. Forty eight hours of actual. Clinical labor, not, oh, I'm having a contraction. Okay, I'll see you in a, 20 minutes. It's not that. Like, heavy, full-blown, I'm in the hospital labor. For 48 freaking hours, they, find, they finally have a little guy. His name is Flynn. Flynn Ferguson. They should make him an arcade Perfect. and call it Flynn's Arcade. Anyway, uh, 10 pounds something plus, that is a monster-sized child for a first pregnancy. And she is tiny. We all know how little she is. She's not... Yeah,
1: she Kyle's
0: it's... Kyle uh, injected her with some kind of Bigfoot gene or something. I don't know what happened there. Well, that's kind of a gross no, thought. That's <laughs> not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Scott, do you know, I want to know. Once again, made?
2: <laughs> I made a face. I couldn't control the face I made, but I was gonna just let you move on from it. And...
1: <laughs> you can call it injection.
2: <laughs> you jumped back. Oops. All right. All right. I didn't mean. But to in all there.
1: seriousness, why why is it important? Because maybe some listeners might not know if they just listen to the show or they're new, but Kyle and Kristen have played games with us after the show for like almost two years. Yep. And it's through Heroes. And they're like fourth and fifth cast members that aren't on the show that are like a permanent fixture. Here. So yeah, it's a really big deal for us. It's here a on. huge cool. deal.
0: It's like family given. Somebody in the family had a baby. That's kind of what happened. And uh, mm-hmm. we're really excited for them. We were all, you know, pulling for them while it was this long 48 hour uh, thing. I've never known anybody to go that long in labor, but uh, just crazy. But then. My th- so, my point in all that is, I don't think she's going to be there Saturday because I wouldn't be not after <laughs> a 10 pound kid in 48 hours. Yeah. I, it was a
1: random thought. I had a couple of them. You probably don't want to hear all of them, it's all the tinfoil that you love. But one of them was, Kristen might just be like, you know what? I don't need TLC, I need to slay things. In I D&D. mean.
2: Kristen's pretty hardcore. She she could definitely that could like, be I could
1: see it being like. Listen, I've been under and had a hard time playing because of pregnancy. I'm free from the yoke of childbirth. Give me my character sheet <laughs> and give me my dice. Let's do this. Well, Just maybe she. What if... So you don't have a plan. So I have to I have to also plan.
0: Well, what if John? No,
2: you do- you don't. I could honestly the only re- the only thing that would prevent them from being there is there is a story conceit for why they're not there. So, I could just uh, put them in there. So, it would okay. be fine. All uh,
0: right. Sorry. Someone in the chat says, I had said, because they were talking about Guillermo del Toro doing The Hobbit, and then he didn't. He fell off of it. And that's when Peter Jackson picked it up again. And I said, I would love to have seen GDT do Hobbit. And uh, unrelated thing says, East Provo dance troupe. Yeah. <laughs> The dance troupe just up the road for me, thirty minutes or so. That that's yeah. who I meant. I wish they would that's have done who I the was Hobbit. That's
2: hoping would do the Hobbit. As that's well. pretty funny.
0: That made me laugh. Anyway, uh, all our best to Kristen as she uh, recovers, and uh, maybe you'll see her this weekend. Maybe you won't. But if we're doing John's thing, I'm stoked because I want to dust off Garpoon so bad. I just am stoked to play that dude
1: again. So I'm kind of fifty fifty on Baffo. I like him, but I'll be honest. I kind of want to. I want to be a foil to. Garpoon a little bit. Go for it. You be whatever you want to be.
2: Can still be a foil to Garpoon. He's not hard
0: to foil. Nah, I'm highly foilable. Plus, he's just ah, oh, it's like he just sits around asking me every day, "Is it my turn yet?" Like he just wants to come out and play, and he gets to, and I'm so excited. <laughs> anyway, that's this weekend. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, Bo, what are you doing? Gears Horde or Gears Five? Um, more of that. I
1: played a ton of Gears. I bought the. New Hearthstone Solo Adventure, which is the best version they've ever done of it. The the items in it are really cool. Uh, there's a little Nash. There's a sandworm named Nash. Yeah. Which the running theory is that it's your penis or your character's <laughs> penis. Yeah.
0: That's For our listeners, it's Nash Maggard's penis. Yes, the, penis the theory, well. guys. not
1: the only not, a and,
2: theory until our DM confirms that it's true. Uh, but the
1: text on the card says this is only one half of Nash. Mm. so it's anyways um uh, features you know all kinds of goodness in there that i did enjoy except for time gated content please stop doing that blizzard <laughs> i buy fan. the game and only half of it's available for play
0: yeah they do that a lot with a lot of their games
1: uh, yeah, protecting because, you, know, you from
2: yourself you can't be a responsible video gamer you
1: need well, blizzard to help you the problem is it's a dual edged sword. They have people who love their products and will ruin it for everyone else on the internet and YouTube videos so I get why they do it. Yeah. But I still hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I still i am never not gonna like that. Yeah, but and, you're going to you need to be mad at people who play too many video games. Yeah. In the day and not cuz there's anything ethically wrong with it or them taking an eye horse, but just the rest of us want to be able to enjoy things and also buy the whole product. I get Anyways. that.
0: And I think there's nothing wrong with it what you're saying. I think you're right. I think that Blizzard should work on other ways to do this. But I think they think they have business reasons why the time gating makes sense. I wish they would revisit it and try to determine whether that's still true or not because I don't think it is.
2: No, I mean, look, it's a little morbid, but if Bo paid for that content Mm -hmm. and then he were to die tomorrow, that's technically value they stole from him. He paid for all of the content and he's being denied it.
1: There it is. Yeah. I'm sure there's I, some legalese about access. I Anyways, his, I don't want to get on too big of a rant. I
2: ghost should come down and sue Blizzard. That's what I'm uh, saying.
1: So I don't want to sound like Abraham Simpson from The Simpsons, as one of our lovely Discord people commented on this week. That you're like uh, that?
0: That you're like Grandpa Simpson? I'm the yelling at
1: clowns. Yeah, yeah. Yelling at clowns Money. guy. Clowns. It's funny. You'll get 100 compliments, and then one person will be like, you're like the old turkey on Simpson," and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> My
3: Phoenix. Wow. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, I, I do want to focus on a positive thing, and it's a recommendation for everyone. I know everyone listening on some level loves video games. And I actually watched, I'm not a fan of the Joe Rogan experience, and I'm not pimping a shit, but John Carmack did a two and a half hour quote interview with Joe Rogan, and it was a fantastic watch. And when I say interview, it's Carmack going. Quantum physics means that the filaments in the circuit board are so small that the electrons can jump back and forth. And Joe Rogan going, "Huh? Uh, so what about AI?" <laughs> like it's literally like ninety percent John Carmack just being awesome, and, and Joe Rogan like, who well, actually you know to his credit played Quake and knows some stuff about that game. Um, uh, I, know, I'll have to is, check that out. much l- of him, but it yeah. was a good. It's a long two and a half hours of John Carmack just being a nerd. And he's a full nerd, and it's brilliant, and he's a very positive person. So, all right, I really, rec- I really recommend it if you want to see something. Did he talk cook- about
0: rocket stuff anymore? Because he used to be all into. Oh like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's still into that.
1: All right. <laughs> he's still got his rocket. I can't remember what he called the company, but he's got a company for rocketry and and uh, that kind of stuff. It, it went everywhere. I mean, just it's just you know, you put someone on a on a like an Energizer Bunny, put mm-hmm. it down and let it go. It was just he was just. It was fascinating. Yeah, everything from Doom to VR, which is actually why I brought up the VR stuff because I'm like John Carmack selling me on VR. I forgot about that. Mm. Recommend.
0: Well, very nice. Yeah, he still he was still. I think they still claim he took a bunch of secrets when he left uh, Bethesda and took it all to Facebook for Acu- or yeah, because they Could were be. they were working on their thing down there. Anyway, um, all right. Uh you also said something oh Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock specials are pretty good. The Dave Chappelle one, I didn't see the new Chris Rock one, but I really like the Dave Chappelle one. I do get the feeling though that some of my favorite comedians I said this on Twitter, they seem to be punching down more than they should be punching up. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, you I feel like you ought to I a little bit. just a little bit of, you know. I mean, the I feel
2: like this might lead us into territory we don't want you're, to you're store, right. you're open right. the floodgates to. But I, I feel like right now, if you ask some comedians, I, I think there are probably some who feel like we got to defend the craft. It's under attack by people. So let's let's get people. Yeah, let's get them. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we don't need to get it.
1: No, that. we don't. I just thought yeah. they were pretty good. I just put it there as a dope. Huh? because we talked about Chris Rock being in Fargo. <laughs> Uh, I went to the Dave Rock, Chris Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Ben. <laughs> Dave Rock, Chris Chappelle. Dave, I just well. want to
2: imagine Bo typing that into his search engine and getting repeatedly flustered with the results. Yeah. Dave Rock. Dave Rock comedy. Dave Rock comedy special. Where the hell is it? Is this a Canadian thing?
0: <laughs> yeah, Wasn't Dave Rock on SNL? What the hell's going on? Well, right, anyway. Next,
2: they're going to tell me they don't have Chris Chappelle.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, that nice. Dave Chappelle one is really good. Also, uh, that is if you like Dave Chappelle, it's kind of an acquired thing. But if you like, uh, if you like Dark Crystal, y'all should watch that Dark Crystal series. It's uh, insane. It's so oh, good. I
1: heard that was really
0: good. I'm it's hearing so good. good Amazing fantasy, dude. Like, does it have
2: the yeah. Chamberlain in it again? Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. You, it's a prequel, so you get to learn why the <laughs> Chamberlain's such a freaking dick. Like it's, Does
2: it explain where the mms came from?
0: Mm, just from him. From him him and his soul. But here's the best part. Guess who plays the Chamberlain in this thing? Guess who's the voice? It's not the old. It's not the voice of the previous one. It's freaking Simon Pegg plays the Chamberlain. Really? And it's, That's pretty And it's cool. dead on. And Eddie Izzard is in this thing. He plays like this gypsy uh, elf thing. Uh, oh, So they don't like gypsy anymore. What's the new thing? Um, wh- whatever it is. Gypsies don't like to be called what? that. But Wait. <laughs> gypsy. The actual gypsies don't think... want to be called that. They want to... Oh, Armani. No. Ro- Ar- Armani. Romanese. <laughs> Armani. <laughs> Not Armani. <laughs> what is it? Roma- uh, Romani. I think Gabbana. Romani. That's it. Or Roma? Romani. 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 Yeah. Simon
2: Pegg has been popping up in cool spots. He was in The Boys yeah. as well. Yeah. Doing a really good American accent. Dead perfect. That I
0: didn't know he could do. Yeah, I had no idea. In fact, it took me a second to my brain to go, wait a minute, who am I watching right there? That guy does not oh, sound in like Simon the boys, Pegg. Boys, is he? Yeah, he's really yeah. good in The Boys. Um,
2: i mean he doesn't have a huge role but i feel like they cast him just because if you ever go back and look at the comic book for that thing yeah. they should have paid him likeness rights for the main character of that friggin' comic it's him yep they yep. just stole it they just were like what if we put simon Pegg in our comic book
0: and lucius malfoy's in uh in this thing dark crystal uh, it's got uh some game of thrones people in there uh cersei lannister chick what's her name Lena Headey, she's great. She's in it. Yeah, she's in there. Mm. It's got a bit, like kind of a weirdly all-star cast, and it is so hard fantasy. It's just not what I expected. I, I if I, I wish I could like go wherever Jim Henson is and say, dude, do you see how rad this turned out? Like I, how excited he would be to see this because this was like one of his weird dreams that he, he couldn't oh. quite fully realize in the film. The film is amazing for what it was when it was. And, and that's the other thing. This is in full. It's not full of CGI. There's some CGI to enhance some stuff. Um, but it's a lot of like outdoor amazing shots and beautiful vistas. The puppetry is still puppetry. It's still all this handmade stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, I should see this movie. It's really good. Oh, yeah. And Helena Bonham Carter's in it. She's great in it. Jason Isaacs is in it. Luke Skywalker. Oh, I forgot. The scientist is uh, Mark Hamill. The scientist uh, Skexy guy. It's great.
2: I'm going to need to. I've, I I want to check it out. Uh, OK, let me ask you this. One more question about Dark Crystal.
0: It'll exceed your uh, expectations. Anyway, go ahead. Yes.
2: I have seen the movie. Yeah. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I know this is a prequel. Should I go back and get refreshed on the movie and then watch the series? Or am I good to watch the series? And then if I continue to be interested, watch the movie again.
0: Uh, I would. Oh, that's a really interesting question. Normally, because of the progression of the story, I'd say watch this, then the movie. But I think you should see the movie to remind yourself what the movie was and then see this and watch your expectations get shattered all over the place. Because yeah. that's part of the experience. I saw it recently, because in, in, in lead up to this, I thought, well, I'll watch that and then we'll see how this is. And it just, it just, I can't, even, I don't even know how to explain it. It's so cool. Yeah. Like I feel, I have levels of feeling toward it that I would have toward the best season of Game of Thrones. That's how I feel about it. Wow. And that's weird because it's a bunch of puppets, right? Yeah. Like, we're talking about, you know, slightly more serious Muppets, but... And not regular puppets, like weird puppets. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, it's cool. Anyway, and I'll bet Bogut's ideas, honestly. DM ideas. I'd be shocked if that didn't inspire you because it's got a lot of great high fantasy stuff going on. And, John, you love elves? This thing is an elf movie. Like, for real. <laughs> I mean, they're Gelf- he is an elf lover. They're Gelflings. John, Wings, well-known
2: but... elf lover on the show.
0: <laughs> you love it. You love a good elf. You'll 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 be into it. All right, uh, that's it for that. Let's do one of these right here. That's a good question. It's an email from a listener by the name of Jeff who wrote in and says, "Your tank, sorry, your talk of imaginary numbers piqued my interest since I am a mathematics graduate student and needs must defend my discipline." Oh, oh no. He says, "Actually, I understand that imaginary numbers are friggin' weird, so more power to you for freaking out about them." This is when we had that discussion about. Um
2: I like this so far. Just yeah. not to not to interrupt the email, but to jump in before we go too much further.
0: Yeah,
3: he's
2: easing me in. Yeah, he knows he's about to talk about something that scares and frightens me. Yep, and he's like, "Hey, you know what? It is weird. You're allowed to feel the way you're feeling, yep. and I feel uh, viewed, heard, and understood."
0: Please continue <laughs> and respected. Um, yeah. says, imagine an engineer building a bridge and during the calculations, a square root of a negative number appears. Bad engineers would say, well, what? Can't... What? What? yeah, well, he's just saying it as an example. So he's saying if you're doing a bridge, engineers building it, he says a bad engineer in that scenario would say, well, can't do anything about that. And boom, bridge collapses. Imaginary numbers gives us things to work with when we otherwise wouldn't be able to because there is no real answer for taking the square root of a negative number honor defended Jeff mouse divided on Twitter.
1: Now we started
2: real strong, but I want to point (laughs) out where in that sentence he lost
1: me. It it made it sound like it was (laughs) clear without actually making it clear. I'm sorry. Mouse divided. It made sense to me. I get it. I totally
2: get it. Here's, here's where I got lost. I'll, I'll find the exact moment during the calculations, a square root of a negative number appears.
1: Yeah.
2: Is it a what like a Pokemon? It just popped out of the bush. <laughs> oh, it's a square root of a negative number. I don't have that. I need. I to think
1: maybe it. on a blueprint. I don't think he's making the bridge. I think maybe we're reading. Correct. Imagine an engineer building a bridge. So I pick when you say that, I picture a guy pull up in a van, get his hard hat out. He's got the jackhammer and <laughs> some rebar, and he's like hauling it out, and, and then a number pops
2: out. <laughs> <Blah>. <laughs> and so then we we throw imaginary numbers at it, and if we catch it. We like, can face the his, elite
1: four. <laughs> he's got this tool belt, he takes off his shirt, he downs a can of sprite, and then he like goes into his tool belt and pulls out some numbers. <laughs> uh, why a can I of sprite? Think how,
0: how come Sprite? Just curious.
1: Remember right. those uh commercials where like an office girl would you yeah. know, this is probably highly sexist, but whatever it's the I think it's the eighties. <laughs> okay. The off, office girl would be like, oh, oh. Oh, and they'd be like, Sally, the air conditioning's running. Why is it so hot? Why are you so hot? And they'd look at what they're looking at, and there'd be this guy on the windowsill cleaning the window, super
0: muscly. And he'd be like, Oh, because they were like, It was Diet Coke. <laughs> I, I, I do remember <laughs> this day.
3: Yeah, but that was
0: Diet Coke, wasn't it? I think it was Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, it it so. might have been Diet Coke. Yeah. He was drinking. No one drinks Coke. Coke right? They all look, <laughs> like,
3: let's
2: not get hung up on <laughs> what the drink was.
0: All right. Well, that was the most entertaining email we've had in months. So thanks for that. Keep that coming,
1: math guy. <laughs> what, what a bunch of shade to the last couple of emails
0: <laughs> No, it's good. I like it. I understood what he meant. Finally, <laughs> an
1: email that's worth reading on the
0: show. Oh, no, this is good. Thanks this is good. I'll, I'll take whatever they send. And it's easy to send. You just go to frogpants.com slash core and hit the thing at the top. And then just be like this Jeff guy and blow our minds or confuse us more. I mean, I kind of have them both ways today. That's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, you can also leave us voicemails, 801 471 And that is going to do it for today's show. Uh, before we go, uh, Bowie, have anything you want to say? Anything you want to get out there? Uh,
1: no? I don't know. I just no? want to say, Scott, yeah, John. Yeah. Love you both. Oh, Thanks for being great Aww. podcast co-hosts. Oh, that's yeah. really sweet. Yeah, it's very nice.
2: That's a real touching message that Beau left
1: us. John, with. do you
0: have anything to say to, to equal that uh, level of kindness and care? Yeah, you guys are all right. Oh, all right. Okay. And then I'll say, don't eat that yellow snow.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of okay. anything.
2: We really, you know what? Uh, what I
1: like is how we built on what Bo established as the foundation. I'm sorry, did I start too strong? Was, that, was my play to be like real little? Well, there was no way for
0: me to come back from it. It was too nice, but I. But it's appreciated, uh, and also we feel this way about you, uh, the listeners, and those who consume this content. And if you like us, go to our Patreon page at Patreon.com/slash Core. Is it Core Show? Shit am I saying it wrong yeah it is I'm wrong patreon.com slash core show you'd think I'd know that patreon.com slash core show or it's all linked on the website at frogpants.com slash core follow us on twitter Bo is at Bo Schwartz John's at John underscore Jagger I'm at Scott Johnson and you can follow the show at core pod it's a great way to find out when the show goes live for example on Wednesday nights that's gonna do it for us thank you all for watching for me for Bo for John we'll see you next time This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. If you're not going to come correct, this is like a 1990s, it's like 311 at uh, Lollapalooza (laughs) or something.